You are listening to Cafecito Talk with host Sergio and Jose. All right, everyone, we are back. This is episode 10, baby. Season two. <laughs> it has come to the last episode, bro. This is crazy. yo, it's been a journey to get here. I will tell you that. It's so funny because we uh when Jose and I started, it was over Zoom mm-hmm. because Corona had just been we were in the middle of the yeah we were in the middle of pandemic yeah and uh we started practicing on zoom and now our last episode of season two of 2020 we are doing it over zoom (laughs) you know it's only appropriate that we end the season the way that we began the whole thing right um you know with corona keeping us from seeing each other uh it's been quite a year just to say the least man dude it's been wild man I, i try to like think back to when it wasn't like this and the the last memory I have of like kind of feeling normal was I went to Honduras in February or January and and then I went to Florida right after but even when I went to Florida I was a little scared so Honduras yeah. was the last like real memory of me like not being out in the world yeah yeah yeah, like having no care. Right, right. I remember yeah. being over there and like like my cousins talking about it. And I'm like, dude, that's in China. Like <laughs> so I'm yeah. not, it's I'm nothing not to do with me. About China. <laughs> uh, now look at us. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So my last trip before going down quarantine was to Costa Rica. We've talked about right, that. Right, right, right. But it was like the beginning of like people were talking about, you know, the United States um, shutting down and we were in the middle of that. And we were actually one of the last flights to leave Costa Rica uh, before they, they closed the border. Like, so they weren't letting any international flights in. Um, So that was a little scary, you know, to come back to like the midst of all that. And, um, but other than that, like that, I think that was for me being in Costa Rica was like the last normal thing that I've done. Yeah. Since before all this started, which was, you know, just like a guy's trip or whatever. Right. Um, but other than that, it's been like, you know, being careful at restaurants, making sure you're social distance, all these things. It's like this whole new wave, even the way that we're doing, you know, our last episode of, of season two, where it's like we are being careful. Right. Um, right. You know, and then just just uh, it's been a wild year and I can't wait for it to be over, man. Yeah, it's so odd, man. Which is crazy now that there is a vaccine and people yeah. are taking it and, you know, the vice president is out there doing photo ops and video <laughs> ops of him taking a placebo, what I think. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I, straight up. So I watched the footage, like I had to watch it like four different times because there there seemed to be like a tag on his syringe. <laughs> and I was like, that's fake. That's fake. But you know, I was like, I don't trust anybody now. I'm like, hey, they gave him water. He didn't get the real one. But we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it was the real thing. And the doctor seems so shaky. Like the yeah. guy was just like so shaky. Definitely, definitely an actor. So we're do- we're diving deep state tonight. It was it was an actor. Nothing happened. Nah, nah, chill, chill. <laughs> so we haven't recorded in like two weeks. How you been, man? How how have your last two weeks been? Dude. It's been awesome. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, Friday was my birthday. It was a great, great weekend. Ayla, shout out to her. I know she doesn't like me to shout out 
on social media or any public streams, but <laughs> she definitely went all out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she definitely went all out for me and I was super spoiled. Um, you know, we had like a quiet dinner at home. Uh, she made some risotto uh, with uh, salmon and she got me these AirPod Pros, bro. And like my life has freaking changed. It's been freaking amazing. Nice. I mean, a whole world is like in HD right now. So, uh, you know, it was a really good weekend. Um, other than that, like we just been kind of chill, um, you know, just taking care of Bear and making sure that he's okay. We got him some snow booties because he had never seen snow before. He, so he's a southern dog when he got rescued. Oh. Uh, and he does not like snow. It's one thing that he loves everything except snow now. We, yeah. we know that for sure. So we got him some booties to take him out. And it's hilarious to watch him like take those weird ass steps. You know what I mean? Like some, like the floor is lava or some shit. So, but it's, it's, you know, other than that, we've been pretty good staying healthy. Um, what about you, man? How has, how have your two weeks uh, been? They've been okay, man. We had a, a little bit of a scare with COVID. So we were trying to be precautionary and not go out, yeah. just stay inside. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the world we live in now, you know, like this is, this is a new normal. So just staying inside, not doing too much, you know, trying to stay away from, from people for, for at least two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, you do your best, but you know, like you said, shit happens. <laughs> yeah, man. But, but other than that, it's been good, man. I, I my, um, my wife is pregnant, so going through all of that with her right now has been amazing. I was going to ask you how it's been. Yeah, it's been great, man. It's it's really like baby's five months away, and I'm I'm I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm excited. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just crazy, man. It's crazy to think that that we're having a baby. So, dude, yeah, that's been exciting. And, and this, we had some snow this week. So Aiden went out to play in the snow. Duke loves the snow opposite to bear. Duke freaking loves it, bro. So he was what out the there. heck, man. I have the weirdest dog ever. He was like rolling in it. He's just like, he's a winter baby. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he loved it. But other than that, man, it's been good. We've just been chilling um family's good everyone's good so we're missing john today which sucks i know but uh he he sounded like he had a handful today with yeah his yeah so we're sending him all the love and later on we're gonna send him a whole bunch of caffeine so that he can get through the rest of the night but johnny we love you buddy and um yeah get better so with with it being our last episode i know we're called cafecito talk mm-hmm I'm doing a little FaceTime <laughs> today, buddy. I know you guys can't see, yeah. but I got a little wine on my glass today. I'm staying. I'm staying true to our brand, but <laughs> since it's already like 8:20, I, this is decaf. So gotcha. don't hate Amner. Don't hate. We needed it. I needed it. Yeah, man. But this is our last episode. Give us a little bit of uh, details on what you wanted to do today, Jose. Yeah, dude. So over the last couple of weeks, uh, we asked our listeners to send us in some questions about anything that they wanted to know about us, you know, our hairstyle and how, you know, how, what our morning routine looked like. Yeah. So we whittled it down to six questions that we wanted to ask. Um, you know, so thank you to those of you guys that sent questions. Um, some of them are super inappropriate, <laughs> but whatever. Um, anyway, so, uh, we're going to go back and forth you and I, Sergio, and, uh, kind of answer and just discuss some of these questions to send off the, the year. Right. 
2020 with a cafecito bang. Are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. All right, here we go. So question one is, have you read, listened to, or watched anything recently that has inspired you? Okay, so this is going to sound kind of crazy or funny, but I watched the Fresh Prince reunion special on HBO. Oh, dude. And bro, that, I'll tell you how it inspired me. So okay. in, in the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been super like, um, like thoughtful of like, what I'm going to be as a, as a new dad. Like I I know I have a stepson, but like, I feel like this one's a little different just because it's my own and, and there's just different responsibilities coming. And, um, and I've, I've been worried and a little scared of like what my approach is going to be, how I'm going to approach Aiden, you know, like how everything's going to be different. So they, um, they talk a lot about, uncle phil and then they start talking about that episode about his dad about will's dad and like how like he like played an integral role in his life like a father figure and then i don't know why bro but out of nowhere like my brain was like hey like 2021 you should go to therapy about being a dad like your dad wasn't around you had a stepdad but there's a lot of unanswered questions in your life you know like that maybe you should address now because it it would be beneficial to everybody in your life. And like, you know, that thought hit me and I was like, damn, like (laughs) this is serious. Like I'm having a child and I don't want her or him to go through what I went through. And I don't want Aiden to grow up with a resentment in his heart either. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want my wife to look at me different. And I just want to feel like I did right by my family. So yeah. Throughout this whole season, a, a lot of our um, conversation has been mental health, but I feel like finishing this season off has been like an eye opening for my life. And like, hey, like your mental health matters, bro. Like yeah. you shouldn't just try to tough everything out. Like, and I don't know why. Maybe it was the conversation that they were having. I can't remember like exactly what it was, but it did make me think like. I need to work on myself this year, especially with this baby coming. I right now is the perfect time to not have an excuse for it. You know what I mean? Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So definitely on my to-do list for the beginning of 2021 is start therapy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And I really do feel like that's a really good topic to, to tackle just because you you may have a lot of questions or may not know that you have those questions about you know right. fatherhood so i'm here for it man i'm really proud of you i i can't wait to to hear about your journey as you yeah. you know as you go on yeah man it. what about so what about you what are some things that maybe you read listened to or watched that have uh recently inspired you yeah so uh for this one it's a two-parter uh and so you know i really have kind of like two shows that I watch almost constantly, one of them being The Office. Mm-hmm. But the other day I was hanging out with, you know, uh, Ayla on the couch and I started watching this show that I had seen some previews for and it's called Raising Dion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's like... Um, I've seen it. I saw I yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah. So I hadn't seen it and it was just really inspiring to me 
number one, because the cast is, you know, black. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it really it tackles like, how would you, as a normal person, not knowing about superheroes, like raise this kid to be a superhero? And I just feel like tackling it from, you know, the perspective of the mom, um, who, by the way, has the cast is amazing. Like the the storyline is it's really light, but it's also very deep. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, one of the episodes, Dion having superpowers, um, he gets into kind of a fight with the kid, um, and he ends up hurting the the kid. You know, and immediately uh, gets blamed, even though the kid had stolen his watch, right? And yeah. his mom kind of tackles you know the whole race thing. But I feel like they did it really well. And it, it just kind of put me in this place where I also am very introspective. It just put me in a place of like, I can't imagine what it's like to have to always have that conversation with your son, right? Or your, or your family members where it's like, hey, you have to be extra careful, you know? Uh, and as a theme this year, it kind of just brought all those things to light, right? You know, right. Black Lives Matter was, is still a huge movement, but throughout the summer months, it was a, a huge part of the conversation and I think for me, it's just it's just right to end the year kind of on the same note that, yeah, the protests have ended and they've stopped, but the work doesn't stop. Right. Like equality is the end is the end goal. So it just kind of left me super inspired, um, you know, to do that. And the second um, and kind of inspiration. And uh, so uh, my friend Vanessa, she lives in Germany, uh, you know, she sent me, well, she and the boys sent me um, my birthday gift and, and it was the, the Obama's new book, A Promised Land. Oh, and that. so, yeah, so I, I'm super excited because I, I love President Obama and I'm excited to read about, you know, his book. I haven't started it, but I just want to let you know that that's something that like I'm looking forward to. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's he's always been an inspiration to me. Um so I'm 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 looking forward to getting to read that book. Uh, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, I'll I'll you know have be at least halfway through, yeah, done with it. Good. All right. Well, let's go to our second question that was submitted. Um, that is, who are the three people who have been most influential to you? Oh wow. Um, I'm going to say my sister Liz. Okay. Uh, so my sister Liz was kind of like a, a mother figure for me, and she is kind of like a mother figure for me. Uh, and she's a very tough person in the sense of like life has handed her a very difficult hand, and she's come out the other end like freaking gold, you know. Yeah. Um, she's dealt with cancer twice, um, you know, and, you know, she's thanked the Lord that she's still around, and, you know, she's still kind of um, – you know, calling my attention whenever I need my butt kicked, <laughs> but she's a huge part of my life and very inspirational to me as my older sister. Um, I really admire her. Um, the second person I would say in my life that was, has been super inspirational, um, would have to be my dad just of the, just because of the way he is. Yeah. Um, and you know, the character that he has and, you know, uh, today I came home and, um, you know, there was something that needed repair in the kitchen. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to put my dad hat on and like, you know, get it fixed or whatever, because I'm pretty sure it was going to be like an expensive fix if we called in, you know, a professional. Right. Uh, and I was able to fix it. So I was like, 
oh yeah dad this one's for you man like you know you taught me how to do all these things and so I usually take those things for granted you know what I mean that I watch my dad you know kind of fix up the house and you know teach me how to paint and teach me how to do flooring and all these things that you know random things that I know how to do so definitely my dad would be uh, a huge inspiration to me and the third one uh, and this is a huge shout out to him because I really don't ever talk about him but um, is uh, this brother named Miguel Alvarez and uh, he was the bishop so ba- basically he was like the overseer of the Hispanic region for a while mm-hmm. um, and he really like took the time to get to know me as an individual as a person uh, and like poured into my life and he he was one of the few people in my life that actually spoke truth without judging me uh, and I remember one time so he had he used to be in uh, Pennsylvania. He called me from New York and I was actually going, going to preach that night. And he called me. He was like, hey, I need to talk to you. I need you to come to Pennsylvania. And I was like, hey, I can't because I have a preaching engagement tonight. And he told me, if you care about, you know, your future um, and, and what your God is calling you to do, I think it's in your best interest to come to Pennsylvania today and to talk to me. So, you know, I took a two and a half hour drive. And I sat in his office and he just like told me the truth, you know what I mean? Like about my situation, where I was, what I was doing. And at first I was super offended, you know, like, who is this guy? Why is he even, you know, Right. but it was one of the first people in my life that like spoke that truth to me that I needed. Cause you know, you and I grew up around the same kind of circle where like, if you do the right things, if you say the right things, and if you behave the right way, nobody thinks twice about what you're doing outside, right? Like right. in your circle, everybody thinks like you're, you know, there's this wonder kid. Um, but he saw past all that and he saw past, you know, all of my facades and like he called me out of my bullshit. So when he did that, it was like the first time that someone had ever told me like, yo, you're not doing the right thing. You need to change. And like I took it to heart, you know what I mean? And like, I, I really got to know him really well. And um, so, yeah, he's a huge part of like kind of the shifting of my journey in that sense where at first I was just pursuing that fame of being, you know, a, a stage pastor or a stage preacher. Mm-hmm. And then kind of just, you know, it took the turn to like want to be better a Christian and understanding that people do watch what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like right. you can't fake everyone out. So um, Miguel Alvarez for sure. And he's written so many books, man. Like, He's a brain too. So he's a doctor. He has a doctorate. Um, his wife has a doctorate. His kids have doctorates. They're like freaking amazing family. I love them very much. Uh, so he would be definitely the third person that uh, has inspired me. Uh, uh, very influential in my life. Yeah, man. Um, what about you? What are Who are the three most uh, influential people in your life? And you, you can say me. It's fine. <laughs> Just go on to the next two. <laughs> uh, so the first one for me, I think it has to be my friend, Eddie. Yeah. Um, you know, even before the things, we've had him on a podcast already, talking about mm-hmm. his cancer diagnosis and everything. But even before that, like, you know, he, he and I have had this close relationship where, you know, we challenge each other to be better um, no matter what we do. Or we're just there for each other when we're down, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that watching him grow as a person, as a man, to where he is now, and even through the situation that he's going through now, to see how, uh, you know, 
just so positive, uh, being him being so positive and just so ready to to move on with his life and, and do so much more with 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 what he's been given. Like it's it's inspirational to me, you know. It's yeah. it's one of those things that helps me look at every day and being like, you know, I gotta do better. Yeah. And I gotta I gotta I gotta work hard for what I want and do what I want and 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 not let him down. And I feel like that's what's been the influence that he's played in my life is not take any day for granted you know keep working that's awesome. keep grinding and and you know things will happen when when it's supposed to happen and if if you have a slump you know you come back so he's one of them um you know i know this one's going to sound a little corny but my my wife is an uh, uh another person who is super influential to me uh she's no longer in the room so you can't say that she's holding me <laughs> that's exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) Um, but you know dude the way she carries herself the way she looks out for our family um you know she loves me in spite of me and the way she goes above and beyond for all of us in this house is incredible to me and and you know we've had things come up like my cousin moving here and he's not a, a a burden, but even financially taking another person in, she doesn't think twice about saying yes. She doesn't think about making another plate for somebody else. And, um, it's just incredible, man, to live with her. It's like, I feel like I'm growing every day and, you know, I just want to be better because I see how much she does for our house. So it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's one of those things that, um, her friendship and her love just makes me a better person. Mm, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah. And, um, uh, she's in the background, like, Master <laughs> Vale. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I have so many people, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. And I, maybe it's just recency bias because we were celebrating her birthday yesterday, but Jenna Santucci, man, she's so like, she's, she has this thing. And I I was noticing yesterday and I texted her yesterday to let her know. It's like, man, like there's something about you that people like, they go out of their way for you, but it's because you're so special. Like you, Mm -hmm. you don't look at anyone differently. And, you know, we sang her praises when she was here. Um, But it's something about her cadence and the way that she moves and the way that she treats everybody that is very influential to me when I, when I embrace, when I embrace somebody new or where, when I embrace just any friend, I try to be that friend, you know, like she motivated me and pushed me to be a friend that loves unconditionally. That's awesome. That's hard for me, you know, because for me, it's been, I've like, I've told you guys in the past, like, I'm a, I'm a bridge burner. Like, <laughs> like if I don't like the way you looked at me, I'm out. You yeah, know? done. But um, having friends that challenge you in that way uh, is very, is very positive for your life. Mm-hmm. Man, I think so. So maybe not just her, but like my, the friends who, ch- who really challenged me to be like that, like that, that's the, the third for me. That's awesome. Yeah, man. All right, I think you got the next question. Yes, sir. Okay, here's here's a good question. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? 
Oh man, this is gonna sound funny, but like, dude, I need like if I want to feel my best self, I need to have a fade every two weeks. <laughs> I need to have a nice haircut every two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to I need to have breakfast that morning. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, I think that like what makes I mean for me it's hard to put a, a one solid thing to what makes me feel inspired but like my kid like Aiden makes me inspired like seeing him explore the world as we give it to him is is inspiring you know it makes me want to be better yeah um the idea of having another child and 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 wanting to be better for that like that makes me better and 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 my friends around me like I'll be honest like you starting your own business in alpha creative that inspires me to be my best self like I don't I, I think as you grow older especially for me it's it's been one of those things that seeing my friends accomplish goals has just pushed me to out of my comfort zone and to try nice. new things and to try yeah try being better at, at, at what I do. Um, I feel like this podcast, you know, you push me to be that best version of myself every, every Wednesday or Friday when we record, like, that's the thing you need those people around you. So I think that seeing, for me, seeing people doing great, when I see my friends start businesses, when I see my friends uh, that are photographers, web designers like you, graphic designers like you, um, people that are realtors, loan officers that are friends of mine that I see them grinding, bro. Yeah. I love that. I love seeing the grind. Like that's, yeah. I think that's what motivates me or even, it doesn't even have to be work related. When I see these single moms out here grinding and raising these good kids, bro, like, yeah, man. like okay, like that, that's another motivation. And yeah. And it's just it's for me it's it's those little things, you know, people doing fundraisers, all those little things that people are doing to better themselves or help other people that that motivates me. That makes me feel like I can do more, be inspired. Mm -hmm. What yeah, about you? I totally I totally agree with that. I feel like I'm in the same boat where like I'm at, I'm at a point in my life where seeing somebody else succeed inspires me. Like Yeah. Seeing someone, you know, bust out you know, make their own way and grind and learn and, and, um, you know, put themselves out there. I think that that to me is like the biggest inspiration when I look at my feed and I see a whole bunch of young entrepreneurs like doing their thing. You know what I mean? Um, when I see like friends of friends of ours or people that are, have been in our lives, like, you know, succeeding or getting better jobs or, you know, even like like you said, it's not even money related. But like, when I see progress um, pictures and posts of people like, "Yo, I lost weight," mm -hmm. I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome!" You know what I mean? And so for me, like, I always look for inspiration, um, you know, in other places, just because I feel like when I when I see others succeed or or be like a couple of steps ahead of me, it allows me the opportunity to be like, "Yo, if they can do it, yeah. I can do it too," right? And so yeah. I feel like. You know that inspires me um and if i'm being honest like for me to be at my best self it's when i'm helping someone accomplish a goal like when i'm part of someone's journey 
it could be the, uh, uh, something small, like, you know, somebody will call me like, what do you think? Or, hey, uh, you know, I want to start this business. I need a logo idea. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I get that opportunity to help someone in their journey, I'm at my best self. Like, I'm super proud of, um, you know, when people love the logos that I make for them, or Alpha, or like I'm building people's website, and that it does exactly what I wanted. Like, that is for me when I'm at my best self. Yeah. Um, and then also when I'm on the couch watching TV and nobody sees me, you know what I mean? Like I'm also at my best damn self too. Yeah. Cause I'm just chilling. So, but yeah, man, um, you know, people inspire me honestly, yeah. like, you know, so keep doing what you guys are doing and we're watching. Definitely people are watching. So, of course. Uh, okay. So here is the next question we got. It is, what is your favorite memory of being roommates with, Oh dude. Oh, Give me some. Nost- it doesn't have to be just one. Nostalgia. <laughs> Man. You know, it's funny because um, we, we have this uh, group on Insta where just like a whole bunch of us, you know, from back in the day when we were all together, we write over there. And I think I it was Mike. constantly leave the group. And I, and yeah, and constantly. Me back. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so just constantly leaving the group and like, you know, somebody is like, keep adding him. But uh, Mike said today that like, um, he posted a video and we were at Panera picking up bread. You know, we used to do that on Saturdays. Right. And he was like, damn, like, I really miss it. I'm like, I don't miss that, but I miss you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I think for me, like one of my big memories was like, um, you know, Friday nights or Saturday nights when we would, we knew we had to go to, to bed early because we were going to wake up <laughs> at the ash crack of dawn. But we would have our, our FIFA tournaments, man. Yeah. Like, it'd be lit, yo. It'd be lit, you know what I mean? So, like, I think for me, just that quality time that we got to spend, I wouldn't trade it away for anything. You yeah. know, like, uh, you, David, Abner, and I, uh, we became really close, you know, during that time. And um, we got to see the good parts of each other, the annoying parts of each other, um, you know, when people blow up the bathroom and shit. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was just like all, all those good times. So, but for me, for sure, it was like, yo, let's have a FIFA tournament. Yeah. And then remember that one time we got a trophy. I think you won that trophy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that for me is like the fondest uh, memory that I have Dude, over time as roommates. It's so funny because uh, I didn't even remember that part where we would have to like wake up so early. And I remember David like being so mad at us because we were so irresponsible and going to bed at like the bed. morning, but he yeah. would never let us like, he would never let us sleep in. It would be like, it would be like five fifty five, and he'd be like pissed off and you could hear him like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ruffling just, through his, yeah, uh, and then just like knocking on everyone's door pissed yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, that was hilarious. Like, oh. All right, so some of my favorite memories. I have uh, I have a couple. So definitely a lot of them are with your brother. <laughs> like uh, uh, what, him cutting his own hair, <laughs> leaving him by himself and him cutting his own hair, which was terrible. Uh, me finding him at the house with 50, with the, with, uh, the temperature at 55 degrees oh or something God. like that because yeah. – because he liked to be snuggled. That's that was his uh, his answer. Yeah, he just wanted uh, to snuggle. What are some other memories that I have, man? I, I remember one of my one of the funniest ones is I went with I had appendicitis 
And I had it for like three days that I wouldn't go to the hospital. And I just remember like you and David telling me like, just take some laxatives. You'll be fine. You'll poop it out. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. And I took so many laxatives that week. It was so bad. I was in the office. I was pooping at home. I couldn't get out of the bathroom. And Dude, then you were I, freaking dying. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> oh, my finally, God. Uh, Marlene had to step in and be like, uh, we're going to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, shit! But that those, was funny. Those are my favorite memories. Or when we would, uh, we would all sit down on the couch. No matter what, how our day went, whatever was going on, we would all sit on the couch. I would turn my phone to World Star, and we would watch World Pop Star. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, Pops. that was my favorite. Those are awesome. Uh, oh, I miss the K's. Mr. Yo, Mr. Go, yeah, we Mr. K's together. Uh, yeah. that, those are pretty good moments, man. <laughs> All right, you got the next question. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you first. What are your top five go-to workout songs? First of all, we need everyone to know that we are super into working out. (laughs) (laughs) We're super into working out. I love working out. Can't Uh, you tell from my pictures? (laughs) I know, right? I know, right? Um, When I go to the gym, man, it's... Well, I don't go to the gym anymore, but if I were to work out, um, let me see, five songs. Uh, Wanted, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. That's okay. a good starter, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, maybe some Drake, God's Plan, you know, okay. started. Uh, man, this is tough. Uh, some outcasts beat uh bombs over Baghdad because it's like that's the one that gets you like running on the treadmill or makes you move fast on the elliptical, <laughs> whatever you're doing. <laughs> Cardio, heck yeah. Um, that's three. Oh, um, Many Men by 50 Cent. Oh, that's anything 50 go-to. though, yeah, that's my go to. That first album, that whole album, I could listen to uh, at the at the gym or on the treadmill. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then what's the last one? If I had to pick one more, um, I don't know, maybe not a specific song, but anything Bad Bunny, probably that would be my last one. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah. So those are my five. But def like I would pick that 50 cent that get rich or die trying out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be any my day. <laughs> uh, what about you, man? I dude. So here's the thing. Another thing that inspires me are movies that have to do like <laughs> with working out because I hate working out. Mm-hmm. But when I watch like uh, Michael B. Jordan doing Creed, mm-hmm. yo, that whole soundtrack became like my workout soundtrack. But there's a couple of songs on there. Uh, Last Breath by Future. Oh, that song gets me all the time. It's like one of those like pump up songs. You know what I mean? Um, Middle Child by J. Cole. That's another one that I listen to a lot. Um, what's another one? Maybe a Childish Gambino song. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm only going to give you three because this one, I think it needs a story. So um, when I was like super into working out when we were roommates, mm-hmm. uh, I think right before we were roommates, um, I put on this like random playlist and there was a song 
And it was like, oomph, oomph, oomph. So it's going, and he's like, yeah. do you want to look good? <laughs> do you want to like work? And so the song is called work, bitch. And so it's like a whole bunch of those like gay dudes singing this song, but like that song bumps. And for like three weeks, for three weeks, I wouldn't tell anybody that it was like my favorite go-to workout song. Cause it was like, do you want to look good? Do you want to yeah. look <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Work, bitch. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so that's what would get me all the time, man. Oh, I was like, God, how I, I how I need to talk to you. You're you're a masochist. You need some yeah, I, I need I need some like tough love, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Work, bitch. And I'm like, yeah, I'll work, yeah, I'll work. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's it. Um another song that really is cool. Um a Meek Mill song called Check. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. Um and anything Meek Mill too. Yeah, I anything think. Meek Mill's like you know, Lord knows that's a really good one. Um, yeah, and awesome. maybe something by Tupac. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got one more but, question. Anyway, so for sure though, if you really want to get pumped, get that work bit get song. That, that shit will whip you into shape. I have to go listen to that. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So th- I'm asking you this question, right? Yeah, last one. Okay, yep. Sergio, this is the last question to send us Actually, off. No, 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 no. I'm asking the question. Oh, you're asking the question. All right. The even side is my side. Okay. Oh, that's true. True. Last question. Last question. So if today was your last day on this beautiful earth, what would you want to be remembered for? Okay, so follow-up question to that question. Mm-hmm. Do I know it's my last day or not? Like, am I, am I, am I like sure that like I'm done? No, let's just say you croak tonight. What, what do you want people to remember you for? First of all, if I croak tonight, Sergio, <laughs> I give you authority on my Facebook to delete all my shit. Uh, take me, me the password to your phone. Yeah, I'll take to the password to my phone, delete everything, um, and get rid of my browsing history. Okay. But for everyone else, uh, I think I want to be remembered as someone who who inspired people mm-hmm. and loved people well. I want to be remembered by that. Like I, I, and I think about that all the time. Like, what would my legacy be? if I do die tomorrow, right? Like, would anyone miss me? Uh, you know, obviously maybe my family would, but like, what would people say about me? So I try to live my life almost as if like, I won't see you again. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want people to remember me as someone that loved people well and someone that was kind and generous. That's what I want to be remembered as. Okay. What about you, man? If today was your last day, Let's say you got appendicitis again. <laughs> a, a random appendix. appendix uh, yeah, yeah, your appendix grew and then they had to take it out. But it was like, oh, dude. It was bad. What would, how do you want to be remembered? Um, I think that for me, when, that, when we read this question, I think generosity is something that, that stood out to me. I, I want to be remembered as generous. And, and not just financially or with money with my time Mm -hmm. with my friendship with what i can be for the next person you know what i mean um 
I think that even in the career path that we choose or the things that we do, even with you and I being like we were pastors at one point, who knows if we'll ever be pastors again, but a lot of what we do now is help people, you know, whether it's, you know, for me financially through their jobs, like helping them get their pensions or set up their 401ks or whatever it may be, it's to help somebody for their future. Yeah. I think that when I look at my friendships now, man, I think that that's something that inspires me now. Like, how am I being beneficial to Jose right now? You know, how am I being beneficial to, to anyone who's around me? Like, what am I being generous with? Whether it's my time, money, or, you know, if, if, you know, we've had conversations, you and I in the past, and even recently, where like, yo, I heard this person's not doing too well. Okay, what, what can we do to help? You know, what can yeah. we, you know, I've had those conversations with John recently, where, you know, he's told me, you know, this person got covid and or someone around them got covid and they can't work all right well what can we do you know like even you and i with the with the turkey drive this year and and actually getting to do that that's what i want to be remembered for you know i i i always think about it like uh we're broke philanthropists like we just uh tell me that's a good way to put it man (laughs) we are broke philanthropists i want to be remembered as a person who challenged you to be better you know nice yeah. Um, all these people, man, we had almost over 30 people donate to that turkey drive. Like, I hope that, you know, if something were to happen to me the day of tomorrow, that at least those 30 people remember me for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've, I challenged them to be better and to give back to their community. Nice. And um, I think that's, that's, I mean, for me, that's all I could ask for, you know? Yeah. That's a memory that lives forever, not just with, with, uh, with my legacy, but with my children and and what I leave behind. So even moving forward, like this year coming up has been uh, uh, challenging because who knows if we'll be here, you know, but we got a lot done this year. I feel like me and you got a lot done this year with this podcast and like, what are we going to do 2021? You know, how am I going to challenge you to be better? How are you going to challenge me to be better this year? Right. And I think I definitely live by that, that idea. So that's something that's for me, what I want to be remembered for that. I challenged you to be better and that generosity matters no matter how it comes, you know? Yeah, that's good, man. I think those are very good. um, Like traits to leave behind, you know? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I think about that a lot because you know, I, you don't want to, you don't want to be forgotten. And, you know, I watch a lot, we watch a lot of movies or whatever, but like when nobody goes to, you know, a certain person's funeral, it's like, damn, like how did they live their life then? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it's not even about money at that point. It's almost like they just weren't nice people. And I feel like, you know, we need more generosity. We need more love, genuine love. We need more understanding from each other. So, yeah. Let me ask you this before we we close out this uh, episode. What are two things that you have on your bucket list that you are projecting that you want to do? For this upcoming year? Yeah. Okay. Um, For this upcoming year, I definitely want 
to start a business or okay. get going in that, get licensed in something. Yeah. Um, not sure exactly what yet, but that's definitely on the map to nice. do. And then the second thing would be um, to continue to grow this brand, you know, mm -hmm. Cafecito Talk. I don't know how it will grow or what it will become, but, you know, I don't want it to be stagnant. You know, I right, want it right, to right. grow. I want it to, to build um, from where we are now. So I don't know how that looks, but I want to be able to be in December of 2021 and say, man, like we made that jump. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We made that jump with this podcast. So uh, that is, those are the two things. What about you, man? What are the two things? Nice. I think um, personally or like professionally uh, this year coming up, I want to challenge myself to learn uh, UI UX. And I talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, I have a couple of schools that I uh, emailed uh, earlier this week. Um, just to get some more information about, you know, user experience, user interface when it comes to graphic design. So I can go like into back back end development um, with coding and all that stuff. I feel like that would be like a really good step for me to take. Um, but just leisurely, personally, I, I want to be able to go uh, to either Sweden or Switzerland. Like I've been dying to go out there. Um, hopefully, you know, with the vaccine coming out and COVID hopefully getting under control. We'll be able to do that but i missed it this year man like yeah i'm like itching to get out and go you know what i mean and um you know because costa rica was the last place that i visited i've even been nostalgic there but like i've been even more nostalgic about like ireland and you know mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh you know germany and all those places that i that i went to last year and i'm like damn i really want to get back out there and like see you know uh, one of these like nordic countries uh hopefully this yeah. year I wanna I wanna travel next year, man. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. Maybe on the way <laughs> too. Oh yeah, true. But, but let's get you out there before the baby comes, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope this vaccine gets gets going before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this has been season two, bro. Dude, this it's in crazy. the books in, in the 2020, book. in the middle of a pandemic, Jose and Sergio launched two seasons of their podcast. And not only that, but like um, we also helped our friend John Badyong, who's you know not here today, but we also helped him launch his own uh, podcast. So I, I feel like I feel super inspired by that, right? And I, I I'm so grateful that you know we had the opportunity to do what we do. Uh, obviously, some some weeks have been really tough. There's so much going on. There's so much that goes into putting a podcast together, uh, putting good content out there. But I I will say before we do go that we're so grateful. Um, for the fans and for the listeners that we have, you guys, you know, um, have, you know, DM'd us together or separately, uh, letting us know how, how much these episodes have meant to you. You know, we, we bust our butts to, to bring something that's not just like, okay, what did I just listen to for 45 minutes? Right. Um, you know, give you a little bit of insight into our lives and try to ins hopefully inspire you to take a leap in your life or do something for yourself. Um, and I, I hope that, you know, through listening to us these past uh, 10 episodes or, you know, 20 now 20 episodes that you uh, feel like part of the family, feel part of the Cafetero family. And uh, we're so excited for for season three. I'm really looking forward to uh, season three of Cafecito Talk. 
um, because it, it's been it's been cool. It's been a wild ride, and uh, you know, I tell people like I'm I'm a pseudo celebrity because like you know <laughs> I do this every week or whatever, uh, and a lot of my coworkers listen. Um, so big shout out to them. Big shout out to my family for for listening. Uh, you know, shout out to my my friends all, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, but we're, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, season three of Cafecito Talk podcast, man. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. I think what Jose said was uh, very true in the sense that to run one of these exceptionally well is exceptionally hard. Like this yeah. is not, this is an easy work. No. So I, I, I don't know like how we got here sometimes. Like I see all the mics we got, we got the soundboard, we got all these things. I'm like, how did we get here? (laughs) That's where Jose's genius comes in. And I want to thank him for for the second season now of doing this. And and John as well, man. Like, I don't know how we were doing it without. Yeah. (laughs) Same. um, That's been exciting. And, and we hope to keep bringing you this good content, man. Like it's not easy, like coming up with ideas and coming up with conversation topic, like topics is, it's a lot. It's a yeah, lot. you would you would think that it would be easy. Like, oh, let's just talk about food, or right. let's just talk about a dream, or whatever it is the case that people be having. Right. You know what I mean? But right. you know, we definitely wanted to from the onset uh, to add some value to your lives. And by the way, huge shout out to the Batty Youngs because they are our studio right now. Yeah. So we just want to say a huge thank you to Aaron for letting Yo, us borrow John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Cam- uh, Camden and-, and Mikey and Hudson, uh, you know, for letting us borrow their dad, uh, you know, for, for the days that were there. Um, so, yeah, but I, I think for me, uh, the fact that we get to do this and that the people are listening, yeah. it's super, it's super cool. I, I never thought that that was going to happen. So thank you to everyone. Serge, I'm super proud of you. Two seasons down, buddy. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Good, man. All right, guys. Well, this is season two. Catch us in February for season three. The month of love is getting a lot of cafecito love. We'll see you guys in a couple of months. All right. Bye. We believe everything is better with some cafecito, and we're glad we got to share this cafecito with you. Follow at Cafecito Talk Podcast on Facebook and Instagram to get bonus content like Jose's coffee preferences, Sergio's wisdom, or submit questions and suggestions for future episodes. Now for some technical stuff. Cafecito Talk is produced by CT Productions and Alpha Creative. Our show's producer is John Badion. We call him John B. around here. Our executive producers are Sergio and Jose.